you still have to get it done at the time that it really counts, which we have not managed to do. It's the first time that you could genuinely say that there is a chance that we could be World Cup champions. Subscribe to the Rugby Stream on the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball, daily. Right, you're very welcome back. Uh, Michael McCarthy and Arthur James O'D are with us. How are you? Flying. Good, Jer. Um, Ready for a bit of GA now after the last hour and a half. Somebody called you Arthur James to my face the other day and I was like, oh, you're the third person now, I think, after his parents who call him that. Oh, they don't call me that. Oh, they do that? No, 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 no. All right. No, I just had to give it. To, I had to put it on after myself, just to differentiate. Just to make yourself look a little bit more. Uh, look at me. I'm well, a, I got the good doctor has four names. No, no one's called Arthur James. There's an Arthur Junior. J Gallagher who's in the ads. AJ. I don't know who he is. Anthony Junior. <laughs> you know, no one else called. No, no, no. I, it's right. just it's good, yeah. good branding, though. Yeah, we're we're all about the branding on this show. Um, we haven't spoken to you about Limerick hurling all year. How are you feeling? Riding high? Like, is this? Are you Icarus? Are your wings beginning to melt? It's hard to know because eventually every team has to lose. <laughs> You're the most negative person but, in the world. No, no, but it's true. Eventually you do have to lose but they don't look anything like they're going to be losing. I think it doesn't matter if they do lose now having done the things they've done. They've reached that sweet spot where this is all gravy. It could last four more years Yeah, but it's gravy now because you've been part of some movement that is like great and life-changing and life-affirming and... It's funny though. It feel like that in there though, doesn't it? Not because you feel like Jesus. If we don't, we're losing the chance of a lifetime if we don't do this. Like you know, we uh, we could win seven in a row. We could do be you, historically. Do you, have you have you had these experiences in your sporting life? There, yeah. speaking from knowledge. Sorry, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, like ninety eight. Her, sorry, the, 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 I don't mean to. I'm not, I'm not going to take over this conversation. Arthur has to say why Limericks is so brilliant. But well, ninety eight hurts more than ninety seven was great. You know, because that if three and four years you're historically you are. great team, you're I in a different that. level. Now Claire <laughs> had so many personalities that I feel like they've lived on anyway yeah. in history. But if they didn't, if they were just a hurling team, they'd be kind of forgotten now, like. Well, I think the second one prevented them from being forgotten in yeah. a way that teams who've only won one were forgotten. But also, uh, that third one is such a, an epic saga, a historic moment that it kind of doesn't matter that much. Also, the other thing that must make it hurt the most is that they were absolutely hammering awfully, really. They were absolutely hammering them at that stage of the game. There wasn't a hope in hell that awfully were going to get back into that game. Not a hope in uh, hell. Look. And everybody who's telling you the truth about the game will tell you that as well. So I, I mean, I've heard off, awfully people uh, have, have said true. to me that that's, true. that's the case. Including Johnny Pilkington, who demanded they didn't have a replay and take their feet. <laughs> and then managed to still play well in the, uh, in the, uh, in the game. Um so these games, they're on telly at the weekend on TG Carr. The uh, Limerick game is the Saturday evening game and the Kilkenny Court game is the Sunday game. On uh, They're both on TG Carr. Um, whatever way the right deal has managed to work out for this one. So, how are you actually? What are your prospects? Because it, it looks like they're a shoe-in. Um, yeah, not, I mean, it does. It's hard to know. It's hard to know until whatever we know. Whatever, like it's, because last year is such... A spanner in the works because for all intents and purposes everyone last year in the build-up was like right Waterford will play Limerick maybe three times all they have to do is make sure they might lose over and then like you know Waterford to be fair to give Limerick a good game but they were a non-entity thereafter so I don't know what'll happen like Limerick as you are saying last year had a very good hard game against Kilkenny 
and nobody would have had Kilkenny anywhere near that beforehand. So I do think there's a degree of kind of pointlessness thinking about that, that like in terms of how it looks now. Does it feel like Kilkenny flared up or that that was the start of something? Because like they... You know, like Limerick, so there's a bit of a... Uh, I'm misnomer with it, but like, so like the final before then, they hammer Cork, right? That was a bit of a mismatch. But the semi-final before that was against two. Who was the semi-final against before... One of the Galway. the Not Waterford. It was Galway last year. Was it Waterford the year before? Yeah, because did Nash not just say in the first fifteen minutes they threw everything at them? No, I think that was the. They played Galway in the um, Joe Cannon got injured in the. Cup, that was pre-water. Yeah, so uh, exactly. So you take that right. Galway, if Canning doesn't get injured, he got a bad head injury, I think, or something, gets taken off. Galway are right there in that match. The final Limerick hammer Waterford. That's too soon for them as well. I think the following year then is a Waterford in the semi-final. And I don't know, I think that was might have been a comfortable enough win in Cork. Like, I'm, I'm almost talking myself around here. But like last year, if you take it, like they had a very tough semi-final against Galway, who nobody really thought were theirs. Shefflin's first Munster year. Final. Tough, extremely tough Munster final, like down to the very death, an extra time. And then Kilkenny, it's not decided until the last few minutes. So I'm not sure with the superiority. Obviously, when you keep winning, you're still on top. But there's no great gap. There's Like it just isn't. There's nothing would kind of bear that out unless things fall in a way that you know other good teams knock themselves out and you end up getting someone like Cork Is there a chance Jared, that uh, John Kiley is the type that like we talk about Paul Connacht there with Nash and it's like there's a lot that takes care of itself in Limerick but what is it that John Kiley makes him so good and is it that he's the type that got them in and said lads you were very lucky last year yeah, you weren't sure. at your best and that's why suddenly they're a good league team again this year or and they could be ra- raring to go for a massive step up. Like. I suspect that the, the messaging is, is more positive. You were really good last year and everybody almost beat you so you need to be yeah. outstanding this yeah. year. Um, it was Waterford they beat in the semis in, in 21 um, and it, the 21 Tipperary uh, Munster final was the one I was talking about. Which, yeah. yeah. Like if I'm I don't know I don't know were they off it for the first half I don't understand but Tipperary were absolutely killing them that's the one where Sheedy's gone in at half time this yeah. is amazing and then they come out and put the best 35 minutes as I said of hurling that we've ever seen that I've seen anyway um, there was a Hayes goal wasn't it yeah, yeah. like that's oh. that's all time that's that's uh, original Ronaldo stuff yeah that's like yeah. you Jason know, for in his PSV days then they were just like right see you later <laughs> that goal was unreal it's funny you don't normally as a lot of these Limerick matches I remember a lot of specific ebbs and flows of games but I can't say I couldn't say that about the Kilkenny team before or something like that they're just just interesting matches I, I think per, perhaps that all the other counties are better now that there's a, a wider spread of counties who would be able to put it up to them in yeah. a way that that wasn't the case like yeah. um, Kilkenny would hand out I remember Sean Moore using the phrase punishment beatings routine punishment beatings to Wexford in the, oh they, yeah like, you talk to Gizzy about it years later and it's like just weren't much, able for them like. it must be much harder to win now if you're a good team I, I think I think that there are more that the the level of the game has come up by when one team revolutionises everything everybody copies it and so many teams are copying it now and the investment going in the counties is, is definitely wider and deeper so uh, yeah but the, I, I don't I don't think that diminishes the the gap that they built between them and everybody else and no just it'll be very interesting to see who can actually stop yeah. them they're, they're odds on before the 
championship starts to win. Yeah, and really it'd be hard. It would be hard to have the bet against them, though. I'm not saying bet on them at odds on, but it would be hard to think someone else is going to do it. I don't know who yeah. it is. Like, we didn't you know. get into. It, I, I do want to get into it, with Anthony. But like uh, the rest of the country needs somebody to take a nibble off them in every game. This weekend, somebody needs to get under the skin of a few players to. to Should that's happened. Uh, yeah. But but it meant that teams got closer. It, it, I think that last year was an, an, an accumulation of things which included injury oh that's it like we haven't even mentioned that we're talking about them not being far away from everyone last year and didn't have Keenlidge for the whole season like you know yeah and I, look there's a possibility somebody else picks up an injury you hope it doesn't happen it's not many Keen it's, Lynch's it's, less ha- it's happening less that you're having massive amounts of hurlers drop off notwithstanding what's happened to Tipperary with James Callanan so can I just say though on this you know usually in this lot we kind of say what's to look forward to on TV this weekend and it's, it's a quiet weekend after what's been a mad few weeks like and it's international break and whatever and we've the Women's Six Nations starting which I think is a, it's a good weekend for it because I think more people will kind of be there to pay attention to it but the hurling as well like you know I think there's three people in this room who love hurling and it hasn't excited me this year. We've had loads and loads of different conversations about how the league has been so poor. And it's like, one, it's a good weekend for those semi-finals, those two games on TV. There's room to watch it after the madness of the Six Nations and the way the Premier League and all is going. But then also, we've stumbled on two interesting games because Limerick are Limerick, right? But also, this is a tip team that have that will really want to test themselves. And also, and I think Limerick will almost say to themselves, geez, if Tipper are coming at us, we're going to... You know what I mean? And the, the, the prep for this game will be Tipper going to test themselves against Limerick, therefore Limerick have to be ready. And then on the other side, you've got great old rivalry, Court and Kilkenny, and then also two teams with new managers that have been trying things and been successful in their trying things, and I think will want to go to a league final. I think they'll want to see more of yeah. what they have between now and the championship. No, there's a reason they're in the semi-finals because the four teams are going like this but actually we've stumbled on an interesting weekend after one of the most maligned rightly so leagues of all time uh, yeah and whether or not it matters I guess is a post fact like at the end of the year we look back and go oh we saw stuff in that game that resonated later on in the championship in a key moment and yeah but I suppose it's mattering is less important as a the league never like it only ever matters to a certain extent but actually it's been unwatchable because it's been it hasn't they haven't been real games well and I think this weekend we're going to get real games yeah, and okay, they're interesting ones I think ones, you know? to, to Nash's point 15 minutes ago he was making the case that the 218 draw last weekend he'd love to have seen it as a hurting he's just about like the fans just want to watch the, the good matches between two yeah, sides. So, yeah. um, One of the other things that's happening this weekend, uh, tomorrow afternoon at a quarter past two, Wales play Ireland in the Cardiff Arms Park in the Six Nations. Um, Ireland's Six Nations campaign is going to be defined by our games that aren't against the best teams. France and England are so far ahead because of the structural issues they had invested in the women's game way ahead of us. Yeah. And so they're going to beat us in both those games. We should... Um, just understand that going into it but this is like basically must win first out like yeah, and three away games for the three games that they have to do something with as well you know that's the other side of it but a Women's World Cup has come and gone Ger, without anybody in this country really paying too much attention to it because we Ireland aren't even there yeah. you know so that's that's the level that we're starting at here now you go and beat Scotland and beat you know beat Wales who they could you know like there was that uh, that was an interesting weird game in uh, the RDS last year um, and beat Italy you know there's a stepping stone there then you can go and say worry about 
how we can get closer to with better structures to England in years ahead. But you're 100 percent right. This is this is actually the game to watch. Yeah. Uh, for the whole tournament, like and. Um, Obviously, not all our best players are playing because some of them are in Hong Kong. I wonder should we start parking that though? I saw Neve Briggs was trying to do that a little bit this week, and it's like they aren't, they're not, they are like, you know, um, Murphy Crow and um, Parsons obviously are among the best 15s players in the country, but they're not playing 15s. They're playing a different game. We're not going to mix it up anymore, and we have to just, right, they're not available. Who do we have? You know, so I wonder is it time to just sort of like it's it going to be easier to do that now that they're not kind of shifted between the two and playing two games and then disappearing for another uh, for another code basically, you know? Yeah, you, you maybe that is one part of our brains needs to do that. Maybe the other part of the brain needs to lobby hard for this not to be the case where a really important sevens tournament is on at the same time as the Six Nations. Yeah, uh, sure well, can you do both though if the game goes to where you want it to go? Can you yeah. can you go and have the tournament another time and play? I don't know. Basically playing for Ireland all year round, maybe. Is it possible that maybe the big brains behind rugby who love the smell of their own farts could organise the schedule a little bit better? <laughs> I think it's... I don't think they'll probably themselves. do it, but they don't, they're not showing any signs of trying at the moment. Is there anything else? It's not one of Just the match play. Like, it's always intriguing. I find it, it, it can come and go and pass you by, and it depends who kind of is there tomorrow night and, and Sunday night, really. But uh, when it's good, I think the match play is brilliant. Was, uh, some, some of the best memories of watching golf. Really? Down the year. Yeah, like, do you remember Darren Clark won it? Like a long time ago now, but like I, I always thought it was a, it, it's um, there's a good buzz to it. I feel like it's lost it a little bit this week, but it's just one I'll keep an eye on to see what the matches are um, as the weekend goes on. Uh, obviously, the Dutch and the French are playing as we speak. Um, yeah, what's the level of excitement like at the moment for the uh, the football team for Ireland? <laughs> what's your level of excitement, Arthur? Uh, um, wow! Not, not overly. That, <laughs> I, like no, but like in in playing side of it. Mint here, but in playing side of it, like um, I mean, we're talking there about the league and what matters and what doesn't matter. Um, being two 0 up to two all with Latvia at home makes no sense to me. That's like it's appalling. Like it's it's so poor and it's such a poor level in terms of just goals conceded. So many goals conceded. That it's I don't understand I I don't I, I to be honest with you I don't think we're going anywhere I don't think it's it's I think there's some very good players there but I I don't think this is I don't think this is project is going anywhere I mean, maybe you could be completely could be proved wrong but realistically to make this group a success and I think probably to keep him in a job he could probably just about afford to maybe lose or take one point from the four games against. France and Holland over back that'll be fine that'll kind of be acceptable are we going to take six points against Greece probably not do we need to take six against Greece do we not just need to finish third and then therefore we'll fall in through the we'll scuttle over the line the, where we no. finish won't make any difference in the Nations League uh, standings but they all yeah. fall down probably other teams qualifying and all but I just I don't think if we finish if us and Greece switch positions I don't think it will make any difference in terms of uh I could be wrong on that and look I need Dan McDonald will explain to me again and I'll forget again too but by the time the international windows are further away but I think I'm at the stage now where like, I'm really looking forward to Monday night there's a part of me that's like it's okay to be in the unrealistic could we get a result could could we frustrate them could their injuries matter 
point at this stage I think you know I think come Tuesday we'll be like well sure of course we weren't going to <laughs> like we've no one we've no players that are anywhere near as good as the French players so obviously we can't you know beat them but uh, I don't know I think there's I think there's a level of excitement around this game yeah that I you know I'm, oh. I'm really looking forward to it you don't, don't want to see like the Kylian Mbappe playing against Ireland is that not I see Kylian Mbappe play all the time but not against Ireland not against our lads not against our like it's not too dif- different from what he will be facing Presumably in with PSG week to week, a little bit lower level probably. Does it not resonate more like Seamus Coleman? Well, Seamus Coleman's nothing to prove. Seamus Coleman's had an incredible career. This isn't the apex of Seamus Coleman's career. He's no, but done. it doesn't have to be an apex. It's like. But a, my point is that it's not. Better like, I, I, than I've seen him do it against the top players in the world. Do you okay. know what I mean? <laughs> All right. I, I, I'm not well. like it's not. I just feel that it's kind of like we have such low expectations. It's the complete counter of what it is expected with the rugby set. Such low expectations for the football. Why do you think we have low expectations, though, Arthur? Is that not because we've been like we've been uh, conditioned? There's, there was a hollowing out of talent. There's a lost decade of like we'd no one basically between the ages of 31 and 24 who've made it at a high level in England. Apart from like, I think there's two players in the team, but no one in the Premier League, and um, and that's why our expectations aren't like low. I would argue they're realistic. We, we have fallen from being a team who could acquire talent and who had some talent that was first division slash Premier League as it uh, subsequently became standard to a, a team that's scrabbling around for a while. But now there's some young players coming through. I, I think my expectations are that we finished third in the group. That's what I expect. And it's going to be difficult for Stephen Kenny if he doesn't finish third in the group to continue with the project if we don't qualify through the back door. Um. I think that's about right and I'm genuinely excited to see what this French team can come like have you been to those big games in Lansdowne Road where the big no, team no never had never had the never had the, the chance game, but I still don't I still just feel like I, I, I you are 100% correct in terms of uh, players coming through that sort of lost generation promising young talent but there's nothing to say at the minute from what we're seeing that that's not being spurned there's no sign of anything as far as I can see that we're making the most of that like we have uh, like to be all due respect like and what Stephen Kenny's had like it's been a, such a tumultuous time for him and what over, he's overseen but there, where's the evidence that what's going on is going in the right direction um, I don't know Kev was relatively positive about it this morning um, he was talking about there were elements of improvement and like Against Latvia, yeah. In the first half, in particular, he thought we passed the ball well at times. Against Latvia, well, this is Kevin Caban's views. He's I, got I, more I, caps than me, a hundred percent. But um, like that's, uh, I thought that we were like good for twenty minutes and okay, then really bad for twenty minutes. Yeah, it was just a bad, and then a bad better few in the second half. And then they ultimately scored three goals and had a lot of chances. And but it's also a friendly, and so they, no matter how up for it you are, it's still a friendly, right? The so way that and Stephen we didn't pick Kelly our strongest team was celebrating Chidozi Ogbeni's goal. Didn't look like a friendly. Uh, that's the way Stephen Kenny reacts to goals. Like, you, I mean, um, that's just a football man enjoying football. Like, but then what? So what is it? Is it serious or not serious? Well, I didn't say it wasn't serious. So well, then I said we didn't pick our we didn't pick our best team. Right? Can you agree that? Yeah, you sure, sure. We didn't have Bazuno in goals. He's our best goalkeeper. Is he that much better than Keller? He is significantly better than Keller okay. at this stage. He's playing Premier League football week in, week out. Keller can't get within an ass. John Egan playing and Josh Cullen are in any first choice Ireland team. For sure, but I, I, is, so that, the, is that where the, the bar team. is? Is that like that's that bar is really low? Yeah, we had like chronic underinvestment so for 30, 40 years. Like yeah. 
So are you saying there's nothing that could excite you about Irish football? If sorry, if there was a, a manager who you, you respected more or who you had higher expectations it's of, to do with respect, yeah, higher expectations sorry. or a higher, yeah. I I just think I I'm believed in more, yeah. Um, I suspect then you probably have the makings of something there, but like it's you know when you have. Do you think we had the makings of like finishing second in the group? No. Yeah. Oh no. So okay. Sorry, but the players we have, like you never know, like you never, like we won't obviously finish higher in France, and you'd be doing, you'd, like it would have to be a bit of a freak to finish ahead of Holland. Like that's, it's an incredibly tough group. There's no, there's no two ways about it. Like it's not straightforward for him, but I and you wouldn't expect Ireland to qualify from it. But I just, I, everything I see, like I don't see it. I'm not, I, I just, I'm not convinced by what the actual positives are in terms of like culturally there's probably positives and it seems like a nicer group and everything else. But on the pitch, like it well, doesn't. I think there are some positives though. I think there's the, 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 we, the, we've given a lot of international experience to a lot of young players who are going to take that with them into a time when hopefully that they've developed into better players and have more of a chance and it's not going to be this group because it's an insanely tough group but it could be down the line, right? But also, we have entirely changed our side of play. Like we are a positive football team. It, but it's not finished yet. It absolutely isn't finished. And by the way, it might not be finished. I'm not saying that this is going to happen. This is the campaign that we have to see. Right, stop conceding sloppy goals, stop giving the ball away, actually use the possession in a more dangerous way and hurt teams, all of that stuff. It is yet to be proven, but what I'm saying is it does look like the building blocks are there. That's the positivity. It's just that we've been probably waiting a long time now. But as you say, if they, if they, if they go out and play a team with an average age of 23 at the weekend, you know what I mean, or, or against Lafia there a few days ago, like... It's got. It's understandable that the building blocks are taking a little bit longer than they would be with other teams when everything is almost over and ready, and you're just changing the style of play. Ireland have to develop a completely new uh, philosophy and a completely new group of players at the same time. It's going to take a long time, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not convinced we're seeing it. I'm not convinced we're seeing it. Uh, Still, rather watch Ireland right now than when we weren't able to take a throw in because we didn't know how to get. We didn't know how to get a man free for a throw. I don't and think that it was what one we, or the other though. That was what it was in Mick McCarthy and Martin O'Neill today. I agree with you it's not one or the other but at the moment that was our choice for a while. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's just my thought. If you take take, take so take something like Manchester United this season right? completely different stratosphere of yeah, football. Just a billion quid spent on that team. Yeah. Um, you look at the scenario that Eric Ten Hag finds himself in. So it's not his preferred style of play that they want to play with but it adapts to what is there to make up the ground for later, I don't think it's enough to kind of say, "This is my philosophy. This is how we." But Kenny play. has changed. Like he, he, the style has. They they now go more back to front than they did at the start. There's far less of the. I'm only going to take the kick out from the six yard line to somebody who's standing behind me or or parallel to me. Like you would, I I think that the evidence would suggest that there's there's far more back to front than there was. They're far more compact. Uh, now the defending was chronically bad. Like the. The midfielder not pressing the ball enough. Those goals keep keep those long range pingers from thirty five yards keep going in. That's like a midfield not pressing. The defense probably potentially a little bit too deep, and you hope that that somehow that's going to change. I, I don't think it will. But John but Egan told Nathan last night that they don't even talk about it. They just see it as a freak. yeah. That was an odd thing as well. Nine goals, like it's not a freak. It's not. You know what I mean? Like nine goals from outside the penalty area. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like. I don't know if. Does everybody always tell the truth in all those interviews? No, Did no, absolutely, like a, absolutely. I'm just saying yeah. that if they, if, they, if they if they don't see it as a problem, yeah, that's a mistake. That's yeah. definitely a mistake. Yeah. Um, 
Anyway, I think we've gone over time. As usual, Ger. <laughs> uh, so that game is on telly on Monday night and uh, you can hear it live here on Off the Ball on Newstalk.